The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like. Good to go. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitzed, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Miss the first hour. Good stuff on a Friday, Friday. Oh, somebody brings up a good point. We need Frankie McDonald. Be prepared. Lots of rain in Houston, Texas. Uh, Jeff Shell says you need to play Chimera Golf Club in Henderson. Awesome course. So I looked up... Uh, Best golf courses in Vegas. Yeah. It's number one. The chances that I'm going to get on, A, I'm a, terrible, hook up. I'm a terrible golfer. B, this is something I realized today. Like when I go to uh, barbecue places and, and breweries and I get, you know, I, I get uh, I get special treatment. I'm not going to be a, a, any kind of a celebrity in Las Vegas. I'm, I'm going to be a scrub there. You're so, going to be a behind the scenes guy mostly. Yeah, which, I, like which is hey, I have to tell you, after years of doing this, it's not going to be the worst thing for you, you know, because yeah. you 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 like to be a private person, yeah, and you'll be able to be a lot more private now, which is because I mean, that's the thing when I was, but like getting onto golf courses for free and stuff like that, I think those days are behind me. It depends, because okay, I I used to do that a lot more when I was when I had my behind the scenes job. It just so happened that. Made the right contacts. Although now, I mean... Well, I, you know me. I'm not really great at making contacts either. Yeah, but you don't know who's going to be there. Like, if you... You know, I just throw this out there. If you get a golf guy who's in Vegas, who's like a pro at one of the courses, guess where you could probably play for free Maybe so. Yeah. 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 You just... You got to think these things out a little better. That's all. Okay. You know, trying to help here. All right. All right. And that's that's what I would do. First thing, first thing, I'd try to find a really good golf guy from a really good course. Maybe that one even, who's a pro there. Say, hey, put you on this podcast with this doctor kid. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, uh, I'm having trouble getting a tea time. Can you help me out? Not, Don't want to have to cut you off the podcast. That would be, a, <laughs> you know, that would be terrible. It would be. So, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, that, 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 that would be my idea for it. But, yeah, it, there are some positives to being kind of behind the scenes a little bit. You know, I, 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 there's times I miss those days. Yeah. And it's not because I just, I love people, but you know, it is kind of, you're always, there's always somebody who hates you out there. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever looked at a fortune cookie in my life and said, oh, I'm going to use these lottery numbers. Apparently that's dumb of me. Did someone win with the fortune cookie uh, numbers? A new study says lottery winners who use numbers from fortune cookies have made over 400 million since 2004 
Now, that doesn't tell you how much they bet into it. Right. Because let's be honest with the lottery, if people have won 400 million doing that, they probably lost 600 million. Yeah. But, uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't make fun of that stuff. It's, I'd be curious what that number is in relation to just, you know, birthdays or whatever. Uh, so says, can we have a weekly AJ segment once he's in Vegas to promote, uh, uh, pregame? Yeah. Yeah. We're hopefully hoping to do that. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, well, why does Jack Easterby burner hate me? I, uh, I don't know. He hates me too. Yeah, He's just a don't let, person. Don't let me catch you in public. Let me just warn you. Ooh. Uh, if, if you're going to threaten me, burner. I usually hang out with some people who they look out for me. That's all. Not wise guys. I, I got a few friends, so I, I don't go out in public alone. I'm always with a group. So, uh, so you know, you might want to bring a, might want to be prepared. So if I see you, I'm just gonna, you know what? I'm gonna do the old unforgiven line. I'm just gonna start shooting. Assume it's self defense. So. Uh, 713-780-ESP. Uh, we will have uh, Dr. Will on next segment. Okay, 515. Okay. Got to ask him what's going on. Yeah. What's going on? With, what happened with Thomas Peters? That's what I'm going to say. Thomas Peters. Pieters. Pieters. It's probably something like Pieters. Uh, man, I should. That's another guy I should have taken, Hideki Matsuyama. Male golfer. He's a. He was a first. He was like a, a first tier. Yeah, guy, right? and I. I always take the same first tier guys, and they always suck. You like, so, except for Bryson. You like Zach and Dustin. Yeah, I, I like Johnsons. Yep. Who, who doesn't? You're a big Johnson guy. Yeah. Who doesn't like Johnsons? <laughs> oh boy. So cool. We'll have some. Uh, see, we're a golf show now. We are here at the here at the end of all things. We become a golf show. Four times a year, we become a golf show. Yeah. Where, Do we uh, get another major before you're gone? Don't we get the U.S. I think Open? we get two of them. We're going to get them all? Uh, yeah. I need to look it up because I just oh, have the schedule pulled up. You know who's going to win the British Open one? Me. Overall, overall, I think I got a good handle on that I, one. I, I think you're going to win this one. You're going to uh, – no Grand Slam for you, pal. Oh, imagine if I win the Grand Slam on the uh, way out the door. You guys will feel like real idiots. We have the U.S. Open June 17th through the 20th. Okay. Then the Open Championship the 15th through the 18th of July. All right, I'll be here for all that stuff. Yeah, that's good. All right, so we'll, we'll get in a full grand slam. So Ooh, I'm, eighty dollars. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one who ruins AJ's grand slam in the last mm, one. Zero chance. <laughs> the open is where I have my most success. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's where I imagine I will. Well, now I, your strategy of taking foreigners probably works a lot better than that. Well, I mean, it's working okay right now. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna have five guys make the cut. That's pretty uh, good. Aaron, how many guys are gonna make the cut for you? Uh, I think five. I've got to go and update yeah. my... Can I uh, can I trade you Bryson for your worst guy? My worst guy isn't making the cut. I know, because none your of my worst guys... worst guy that made the cut. No, no, no I mean, just his worst guy, because I'm only going to have two guys make the cut. I can't win. That would be a dirty dirty way to play. So you would give him your best guy for his lowest ranked guy that make, yeah, make the cut? Yeah, because I'm already dead. No, oh, I'm you're not. just trying to screw me. Yeah, exactly. I thought, I thought Took you were long to, enough. I thought you were trying to get back in the game. No, no. I'm I'm I would never do that. I Good. just I just kind of was hoping to get you to try to change the rules a little bit. No. 
He's like, oh, wow. Listen, Fred, if you can't pick, I mean, we pick six guys. If four of them can't make the cut, that's uh, you, on you. you. No, it's not on me. It's on them. You picked a really awful team. Uh, that, that's, uh, and he, no. you know who knew that you picked an awful team? Dr. Intern. Yeah, you know what? You. you know what? He doesn't even follow me on Twitter, so I don't care what he thinks. Well, he sucks. Apparently, he says you, you don't put out much good stuff on Twitter. Yeah. That's fine. I'm, <laughs> I don't follow him either, so there you go. Well, you'll, you'll want to follow him when he's a big star. Nah, I'll be all right. He's going to be a golf star. That's like me being a horse racing star. There's only so far you can go with that. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, it's not my fault though. The problem is AJ, these guys did not live up to their expectations. They failed. They failed me. I didn't fail them. I gave them an opportunity. I put them in a position to succeed. And guess what happened? They choked every single one of them, like the dogs they are. So, oh, and Sean says Fred would get a portion of Aaron's winnings. Yeah, I, I'd love to split that 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> For the uh, low, low price of my entry fee, you can have yeah, my best golf. Exactly. <laughs> For us to get $10 each. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, uh, uh, the best would be if I won anyway. Yeah, that would, that, actually, that would be funny. That would be. Oh, look at my guy Rory. He's smiling. He's feeling it. So is Deshaun. Yeah. yeah. Well, different, but yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Jay Garcia says we need to have a night like True Anomaly where we all just showed up. That was a good night other than AJ. Yeah, that was that was a fun time. We all just kind of wound up being at the same place at the same time. And uh, Aaron was there and uh, Tyler showed up and a bunch of a uh, uh, couple 790 guys that are pretty cool. There's just a whole group. And it was not nothing planned. So, uh, I have some college football for you. Do oh. do we want to do that? Let's do that at five thirty because the segment's almost over. Yeah, and then we're gonna have uh, doctor intern. Uh, you know, isn't Charlie Epps a golf doctor? Can can we not reappropriate that name and give it to Will Doctor? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's Charlie Epps is pretty old, right? Yeah, when he inevitably passes, that's what old people do. I'm not saying it's like. You know, imminent. Yeah, it's it's not like tomorrow, no, but, maybe Saturday or Sunday. But eventually, we all yeah. know it's coming. Then maybe that's when Doctor Intern can become the golf doctor. I mean, that's a great nickname, but it's more perfect for a guy whose last name is Doctor. I think he should be the Swing Doctor. I think there's one of those too. Isn't that Butch Harmon? Oh, yeah. How about Doctor Swing? Mm, interesting. That that you know what though? That sounds like. A guy who he and his wife go to those clubs. Ooh, how about this? Dr. Driver. Also sounds like a, a porn star. Dr. Balls. Sounds like a gay porn star. I mean, balls aren't gay. I don't know, but I'm just telling I'm telling you what it sounds like. Uh, all right. It's, it's, it means he's a ball handler. Yeah. I'll figure something out. Dr. Birdie. Oh, no, I don't like that. Dr. Eagle. Eh. How many eagles did he get for your team when y'all were playing? Uh, just a couple, like one or two. Hmm. More birdies, I bet. Yeah. No, I think he had one eagle. Okay. All right. No, well, I don't think we did have an eagle. Now that I think yeah, about it, I, I know we we came close on a couple, but never did get one. I don't Damn. think. Well, I'll figure something out. All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something, uh, and we'll talk to him next. It is a blitz on ESPN ninety seven five ninety two five.
your clock and grab your job. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Time to get a little golf update. And we, we got to figure it out. I, I, I know you can't be the golf doctor because... We already have one of those, but maybe we could buy that name. But from he's him, for Will. sure like he's not going to last much longer. The golf doctor, probably not. So I mean, that, I mean that's just a perfect name for doctor intern. What's up, buddy? He still coached two major. He coached two uh, on held the two majors. So we have to put some respect on his name for now. Well, for now, but I mean, he like how long's he got really left in the tank? Let's face it, Will. Anyway, it's a sports guy. <laughs> And it's your last name, so it, yeah, I, mean, it's, it I, I feel sense. like you can trump that. I'm just saying, was he born as the doctor? No, you were. Uh, all right. So, first of all, what I'm seeing is there can be some wild things happen here. I had a guy yesterday, Thomas Peters, who was looking pretty sharp yesterday, and today went out and shot 12 over. I don't know. I mean, he... he he had uh, double bogey, double bogey, double bogey, 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 bogey. Uh, how does this happen? What was going on on the course today? Was it, Did the wind kick up earlier on today? What are we dealing with out there? Yeah, so uh, we, we saw this with quite a few players uh, the last few days, and you're actually exactly right. The forecast had... Uh, winds at Kiowa around eight to ten miles per hour, and I mean, they, out there today, I feel like there was gusts up to thirty. So um, there was a ton of big numbers. You know, this is my first time out here at Kiowa. I was shocked by how uh, narrow the fairways are, uh, with how much wind uh, was in the air, and how long this golf course is. So yeah, uh, I certainly saw my fair share of big numbers out there today. Uh, Cameron Shingali made a ten out there today. Mm. Oh well, that's not good. Uh, so Fred, hey, at least at least you, you still have Rom and Rory and Victor Hovland. Uh, I watched Victor Hovland for about six holes today. Uh, I'm not sure I've seen someone hitting the ball much better than him this week. Well, he's uh, he's on a he was looking really good, and then he's kind of fallen off a little bit too. He's at now three over for the day. So I don't know. He, he's he's uh, he's at even for the weekend now. Like, what do you think, you know, on Sunday when all said and done, what are we thinking a good score is going to be? So I could see, I could see Brooks Kepka getting the 12 under. And the, the interesting about Brooks Kepka this week was yesterday he shot a 69 and <laughs> only hit five fairways. Uh, and, and there's only been three players to do that ever uh, at a PGA championship. So, uh, obviously, on Wednesday, I was carrying heavy emphasis on the on the strokes gained off the tee, um, and Brooks Kepka kind of proved me wrong. Uh, so, I think I think that gives him a lot of confidence heading into the weekend. He's just uh, wrapping up here; he's on 15 now. But uh, you know, the amount of confidence you can get out, out of a place like Kiowa, if he only hits five fairways and shoots 69, um, it's pretty impressive golf. Uh, cut line is looking like it's going to be five. 
Uh, I mean, there's a couple names like Dustin Johnson looks like he's not going to make the cut. Sergio's looking like he's not going to make the cut. Is there anybody else who really jumps out to you as a guy who's like, oh, Zach Johnson, uh, not going to make the cut? Is there a guy who jumps out to you besides those that it's like, man, I can't believe how poorly this guy played this week? Yeah, Justin Thomas um, is one who I was a little surprised about. He was my favorite actually on Fred's team, but uh, yeah, three over to thirteen today, six over total. Um, I mean, that was really shocking with with, with his numbers and. And how good he's been striking the ball and putting it uh, here the last couple weeks. But, uh, yeah, he, he's the big one who, who's really struggling. And Tommy Fleetwood's another one. Two, two really good ball strikers that don't miss many fairways at all. And then even guys like Jordan Spieth sitting around plus four now. He's had a, a fairly rough day and kind of fallen out of, I don't want to say out of contention, but John Rahm, the same thing. Looked like they were hovering around even yesterday and just had a rough day today. I mean, is, is a lot of this going to be luck in a matter of, like, what time of day you're out on the course? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I got to watch a lot of uh, Spieth early today. He was in the, he was in a group with Berger and Zalatoris. Uh, ironically, all three of those guys are in Aaron's group. Uh, but, yeah, the issues that I saw uh, Spieth have, he actually started strong when I was watching him. But, uh, yeah, the wind picked up and... You know what a lot of what a lot of amateurs don't know is you know they think that wind uh, hurts your ball striking more than anything you know with your driver and approach shot with the irons. When the wind picks up, putting is actually the most uncomfortable uh, aspect because it requires so much touch. So um, a guy like Spieth who is banking on on his putting to be hot, um, really mostly because he's not as, as long as a hitter as the rest of these guys. Um, you know, the three putts are really going to hurt a guy like Spieth, and that's what we're seeing here this week. So uh, it looks like Rory, who was maybe one of the favorites coming into the weekend, actually he was the, the betting favorite coming into the weekend, looked rough yesterday. He looks like he's playing a, diff- a different course today, huh? Yeah, he does. He, he's my, he was my, uh, you know, my pick to win this tournament outright. Uh, once again, I think the surprise win conditions kind of, uh, threw him off with the putter yesterday, but uh, yeah, certainly a sharp day today, three under through thirteen. Um, and you know, what, back to the to the strokes gained off the tee with the driver. Uh, you know, we're seeing uh, three of the top five guys: Phil Hideki, Matsuyama, and and Deshambo in the top ten in strokes gained off the tee. So, so we're seeing the better drivers of the golf ball um, up at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, Phil Mickelson probably the the surprise of the of Thursday Friday so far. I, I don't think anybody had him, you know, sitting at five under third place uh, th- through two through two rounds. Uh, wh- what's he doing well, and and do you think it's something that he could maintain through the weekend? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a you know it's such a coin flip with Phil, uh, especially. Um, at, at his older age now, it's impossible to pick him going into a week. Um, and, and it's actually interesting because he's, he's, he's playing with a guy named Padraig Harrington, who's another uh, older player playing well. But uh, what we're seeing Phil do well, of course, off the tee, he, he's fifth uh, in the tournament, but also um, just overall how straight he's hitting the ball. He's sixth in ball striking uh, for the week. He, he's really not missing it left or right much. 
um, which is usually Phil's big problem. Uh, and he's third in the field in strokes gain, uh, tee to green. So, so we're just really uh, overall seeing a stripe show from Phil. And down in very, very dead last place is John Daly. Have you gotten to see John <laughs> Daly on the golf course today as he works for he's, – he's sitting at 26, uh, 26 over uh, with, with one hole left to play this week. Yeah, so um, I definitely took some time to, to watch John Daly. He's actually the, the last group I watched today before I before I went into the tent to uh, to, to write a couple articles. But yeah, I, it was really important for me to to take time to see Daly. I actually read an article a couple a uh, couple months back. He, he's actually really uh, um, you know his, his no joke at all. His liver is very damaged. Um, so oh, shocker. Uh, it, yeah, it's not a shocker, but it's actually you know he he's the only guy in the field that, that he he has permission to take a card because you know he's so been out of shape. But uh, he got paired up with Jason Dustner, who, who's another kind of older guy. I mean, he's you know forty eight, but won a PGA back in thirteen. But I watched them for about six holes uh, today, and uh, you know. He comes to the first tee in the, in the golf cart. He's the only guy in the whole tournament that has one. And, and the crowds around Daly still go nuts. I mean, this guy could shoot 100. Um, and everyone um, at, the ven- at the venue would be, would, be, would be cheering for Daly. So it was pretty cool to watch him. Luckily, I didn't see, uh, I didn't see his, his blow up on the front nine. He's, he's made a, about six bogeys on the front. So... Uh, yeah, dead last, but yeah, time's running out for John. What uh, what kind of what kind of outfits he got today? He had some clown, uh, you know. <laughs> he, he's sponsored by Loudmouth, which is a which is a pant company that really just makes all these pants and these different designs. So you really never know what he could show up with. So some obnoxious get up. Well, Always obnoxious. Well, uh, it, w- I don't know who's going to win between Aaron and I. It looks like it's a close race, but you did call it that Fred had the worst team. He did no research. It was terrible. And he's not even going to have three. He, he's not going to have four guys make the cut. So it, 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 he's almost basically mathematically eliminated. Yeah, it's really a race to, to the top 10 and top 20 for, for, uh, for all three teams. I, I, I find it hard to believe that, that Brooks is going to surrender a lead at this point. It's just, once he gets a grip on the rest of the field, it, it, it's over. That's what he's proven uh, in, in his wins at the PGA and the U.S. So none of uh, us took him. Huh? That's my no, thing. no. I, I hope Rory. I hope Rory comes back. But yes. Well, and that's I always take him, and I didn't this time, and and it wouldn't have mattered because I still wouldn't have had enough guys make the cut. So there. Yeah, how odd. Yeah, well, he's another one that I have a tough time taking because he seems to you know he never takes. Uh, tournaments beside the major championships. Seriously, he, he uh, you know, he said before the only thing that gets is the adrenaline pumping is major championships. So, I find that I find him tough to pick sometimes. But uh, yeah, the PGA going forward, he's probably uh, always a safe pick. All right, that's uh, Doctor uh, Will intern, Doctor intern Will Doctor. I don't know how to do it. I don't know. We, we're gonna figure something yeah, well, out. Well, it can't be. It can't be the golf doctor. But hey, uh, uh, tell people where they can read your stuff and get your stuff this week, man. Yeah, you, you can. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Doctor underscore W one. Um, any of the the data, uh, the data articles on on the tour site, you can you can find my stuff on, and, and you can also find me on amateurgolf.com.
All right. Well, Will Doctor, appreciate it, man. You're doing a good job out there. And uh, hopefully we're uh, we're celebrating back-to-back championships when you come back next week. All right. You guys have a good weekend. All right, man. All right. I got to tell you about new brakes. And uh, if you want to have a good weekend and you want to go traveling somewhere and you're going to take your car, now's the time to get the brakes fixed. Summer's here. And, uh, guys, a whole bunch of people have used new brakes. They all say the same thing. They're super nice. They're quick. Uh, they they made suggestions on my car, and the thing is, all they do is brakes, right? So you're not gonna get they're not gonna upsell you. You're not gonna have to pay a whole bunch more money. In fact, you're gonna save twenty to fifty percent off of what you would pay at a shop or a dealer. They're gonna come to your home or your place of work or wherever you want them to come and fix your brakes. Or if you need to send them to a family member's place, they'll do that. They're backed by a twenty four month, twenty four thousand mile warranty. And uh, you get certified experienced brake technicians, premium brake parts. All you have to do is go to newbrakes.com. Mention ESPN, 10% off your service. N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. They'll get right back to you. You'll get a transparent, surprise-free repair quote. And uh, they will come and take care of your brakes. Newbrakes.com. N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN, 10% off your service. Trophy winner and college football hall of fame mike rozier and you're listening to espn 97.5 this is the blitz on espn 97.5 and on espn 92.5 Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-3776. And uh, all kidding aside, uh, Dr. Intern knows his golf, man. He's good, uh, he, man. he really is. All right, so I promised you some college football. And, and And you know what? This is one of those crossover things because some of these guys you will be thinking about for your beloved Houston Texans next year with the number one pick. The top 10 quarterbacks for next season in college football. Okay. Uh, I wonder how many of these you can guess. Okay. Let's, let's play it that, that game that way, and then I'll give them the actual list. Um, the, the guy I like, that he, I think he's third on most people's lists, is Slovis from USC. They have him pretty far down, actually. He's uh, eighth on the list. And they said, well, he didn't have a great year last year. But they, he didn't play any games, so that, that doesn't count. Sorry. All right. Well, I'll go. So he's eighth. I'll go through the basics. Yeah, give me give me the easy one, two. Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell. Spencer Rattler. One, Sam Howell, two. Um, Michael Penix Jr. at Indiana. I uh, don't believe he made their list. Oh, okay. Let me double check. Unless he's ninth. Nope. He did not make the list. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what about... Uh, I, I I just call him DJU uh, at Clemson. Uh, yeah, Ugalele. Yeah, number ten. Ugalele. I I don't know, but oh, yeah, yeah. Now, you, he's number five for Clemson. He's replacing Trevor Lawrence. He doesn't have the beak or the hair. He's no, number ten, but he's pretty good. And he's, he got yeah. he got some experience this last year. Yeah, which and, I, and I it think really is, wasn't uh, his fault they lost to Notre Dame in that game. I mean, he played he he played he kept him in that game. 
So, um, yeah, he's number 10. What's the kid's name from Central Florida? Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel is uh, on the list at number six. Okay. be interesting to see how he does in a Malzahn offense. Though. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, speaking of new offenses, uh, the kid from uh, Ole Miss, um, Coral. Matt, Matt Coral. Coral, yeah, number four. Okay. On the list. Good old Lane Kiffin action. Yep. Um, JT Daniels? JT Daniels is on the list. He comes in at number nine. Niner. All right, so ten. Who you've am got, I missing? You've got DJ. Nine, you've got JT Daniels. Eight, you've got Slovis. Seven, you don't have. Six, you have Gabriel. Five, you don't have. Four, you've gotten. So you don't have three. You don't have five. And you don't have seven. There's sort of a weird, odd number symmetry to that. Okay. Um, oh, I I don't think this guy's as good as everyone else does. He looked good last year, but I saw a couple years where he looked like garbage. So I, I'll say his name. He's got to be on the list. Derek King. Yeah, Derek King is, is third. He looked I, like a giant disappointment. Uh, he also is coming off his second major knee injury. And who knows if he's even going to be ready when the season starts. So, okay. He's number three. Two left, huh? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I don't want to give you hints, but then they would give him. I can't give you a hint that won't give it away. Uh, All right, here's a hint. One one of these guys I really like, and I've talked about before. Uh, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, number seven. If you can get number five, you are the college football champion of the universe. I don't think. I, well, you know who my who I think is probably a good call, and I I don't think that they would put him on the list. But it's it seems like these guys who show up at Alabama, they yeah. they win football games. Uh, so, but I, I don't. Bryce Young would would they put him not, on there? Not on the list. Nor is uh, the kid from uh, Liberty. Oh, really? Which oh, I- uh, Brock Purdy? Not Brock Purdy. Also a name that could have easily been on this list. Who am I missing? And he's their number five guy. It's not like he snuck in. <sighs> I hope it's not Jaden Daniels at Arizona State. It is not Jaden Daniels. All right. Uh, Man, that, that is three strikes. And the answer... Carson Strong, Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You should have known that. Yeah, he's good. He's going to be in your state. He's good. I uh, like Grayson McCall from Coastal, too. Coastal Carolina. Yeah, he's a good player. And uh, But, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, that's not a bad list. My guess is at the end of the year, Bryce Young is one of the one of the ten best quarterbacks. Okay. What what is what does LSU got next year? Miles Brennan. Oh, yeah, okay. He'll be fine, I think. Yeah, he'll be fine. I, I think LSU's going to make a big jump. I, I, I was yeah, talking, I do too. I, I mean, sorry, go ahead. I was talking to an LSU fan, and I, I said, that I think they're probably the fifth best team in the SEC. And LSU fan was offended by that. And I was like, I mean, think about what they were a year ago. If they jump to being the fifth best team in the SEC, that's a pretty good jump, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but obviously expectations are higher than that. There, well, but you, I, you don't but again, want you, you you at least want to be the second best team in that division. I think they're the third best team in the division. I think it's Alabama. I think it's Aggie. 
and then I think it's uh, it's LSU. Now, of course, it wouldn't shock me if, yeah, if see, LSU it, beats Aggie. My, my only my only question about Aggie is quarterback. I mean, That's it. I mean, you, you had a guy who started a lot of games there, yep. even though I, I was never that high on him. He was okay. I mean, he, he wasn't – I don't think he was a great quarterback, but he was better than a lot of guys they've trotted out there over the years. And then I think I think Georgia is almost certainly better than LSU. And well, then I, I think Florida is kind of a, a coin tossy because they're replacing a quarterback yeah, too. But I, I, I'll, I'll be interested to see how Georgia does week one. That's a it's a pretty good matchup to to have right out great. of the box. So yeah, um, yeah, you'll have two of your top ten quarterbacks facing off there. Yep, at least according to the sports not list, but. Yeah, I I haven't. I guess that's uh, two today, and we're at five thirty-eight. I uh, I guess the Aggies are they they they're still got a competition for quarterback, right? I mean, they haven't named anybody. I don't know who it is, so I'm, uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, I, the last I read was at the end of the season, the guys that were looking ahead to, and I think there were like three guys. But uh, well, it's saying Miles will win the Heisman, LSU will win the Nat. Okay, guys, you know what? You, you got one two years ago. Who's your favorite team? And listen, I, I'm that was one of my favorite teams ever for one year was that LSU team. They were so much fun to watch. It was like watching a video game. Uh, That's the thing about college football. Like, you can't convince people. They're like, well, like LSU fan, we're returning, we're returning everybody from the from the lines. Well. I mean, yeah, but they were bad last year. I mean, you're returning everybody who played on a bad team. That's not necessarily great. I, I, I mean, LSU's got to they they have to we have to assume they're going to be better coached than they were last year. They made some questionable coaching choices. Yeah. Uh, at the, after everybody no, left, Bellini didn't work out, and um, yeah. so I assume they're going to be better. But I don't know how much better you can get just like that. They lost so much from that national championship team that it was really tough for them to to recover. Because uh, really, no team is like Alabama, not even LSU and not even Clemson, really. Like, they don't have guys just stacked and waiting. So when you lose guys, there is a drop-off. Like, well, and, 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 uh, in, in their defense, they also had a bunch of guys opt out last year. Yes. It would have been a big... I mean, first off, they lost uh, almost an entire NFL starting roster. Yes. And then they had a bunch of guys opt out. And, I mean, you can't take a two-year hit like that, which is what they did. They did have some good players who were ready to step in, but then you, know, you, you can't tell me you don't win another game if Jamar Chase isn't out there. Is out there. I mean, it, it, possibly. So, I mean, I, I think when you add all that up, you know, last year was kind of a throwout for them. I don't know that that means they turn it all the way back around this year. Because you still don't have those guys back, right? But they have recruited really, really well, and you know. So I, 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 I don't know what to make of them. I think there's a chance that they will be. I mean, I think they'll be better than they were last year. I just don't know how much better. And I think they'll certainly be better than they were last year. Didn't they wind up 500 though? I think so. Yeah, they, they managed to. They, they took the bowl ban, and they probably could have got a bowl game, which wouldn't have mattered. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm be, saying like. I think they're I think they're going to be you know top five SEC team. The fact that that's offensive is is wild to me. That's because they're still still walking around in those national championship shirts, AJ. Yeah, and they you know they measure themselves against Alabama, right, right or wrong. But 
Yeah. I think uh, that, that the question, though, is, is, is you know, what who's going to play quarterback for Aggie and how good Aggie's going to be? Because to me, that's sort of the wild card in the whole thing. If Aggie's good, then, yeah, you're probably looking to be in the fifth best team in the SEC. Yeah. If Aggie's not good, you might be fourth, maybe third. Just depends. And you could be second in the division. Would that be a, a bad thing? Not to me. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. I have a gym of the day. Uh, I had a really positive story, which I'll, I will do in the 6 o'clock hour. But I saw this on Twitter earlier, and it had to become gym of the day because if people really do this, I got, I, I, well, we'll save it. We'll, we'll tell you when we come back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. To the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Have you signed up for ESPN 97.5's listener email yet? You can get the latest information on what's happening with your favorites radio station, including upcoming events, giveaways, and a chance to be highlighted as our listener of the week. Head to ESPN97.5.com and subscribe now. Late hits with my man Patrick Creighton coming up next. All right, let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. All right, there's some things that I would hope we don't need to be told. But uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued an advisory on Thursday warning people against getting too close to backyard poultry, citing concerns that the chickens may be spreading salmonella. All right. Uh, basically said that poultry owners should take precautionary measures when handling their animals after 163 confirmed cases of salmonella were reported in 43 states. But here's what the CDC wrote. Do we really need to be told this? Don't kiss or snuggle backyard poultry and don't eat or drink around them. This can spread salmonella germs to your mouth and make you sick. Okay. Uh, all right, please tell me no one out there kisses their poultry. Please tell me this. I would assume, but, I mean, people kiss their dogs. Well, the dog licks you sometimes. Right. But that's like, not like a kiss. There are people who leave their face there for the dog to lick their face. Uh, yeah, and dogs eat poop, so, I mean, right. don't do that. But I, but I uh, would I, imagine I, that people who have backyard chickens pick them up and hold them. That doesn't surprise I, me. I could see that. You know, I, uh, I could see not eating around them. But do people really snuggle with their chickens? Like when they go pick their chicken up, they, you know, curl it up against their breast and say sweet things to the chicken and then kiss it. I I, I would hope we don't have to do this. I, I'm I'm just gonna say I've never kissed a chicken. No, you're not a chicken kisser. No, and uh, nor have I snuggled with a chicken. I've captured chickens, 
and put them back where they belong. You're very experienced with chickens. Uh, eh, not, not like that. <laughs> but uh, I, I am baffled that we have to say this and we have to tell people not to kiss chickens. Because uh, you know what? And I'm glad that they're warning them because isn't this how the Rona started? Somebody was, was tongue lashing a bat? I think so. Yeah. Or so, was hanging out in a lab mixing things they shouldn't have been. But, yeah. oh, oh, conspiracy guy over there. Huh. Yeah, that's that's what it was. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure somebody had sex with a bat. And, I don't and that's think that was from. what happened. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what happened. And, and guys, stop with choking <laughs> the choking jokes. There's only like 400 of them. Anyway, that is yours, Zadok Jewelers, Jim of the Day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. I'm sure Deshaun wanted. Never mind. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I guess if you're they're your pets, maybe a kid will. I don't know. I just can't see anybody doing that. I can. People pick them. I mean, kissing is weird, but like picking them up and snuggling them—that surprises me zero. Well, maybe you have a comfort chicken, like a uh, a, a therapy chicken. Yeah, maybe yeah, that'd be okay. Um, I have something that you will appreciate. Uh, I, I I think that uh, you, know, you you probably will never have to go through the dating process again. Probably me me neither. Who knows about Aaron? Knock on wood. Uh, but how about this? If you, uh, on a first date, someone at the, the woman at the table who you were dating ordered a well done steak, would you go out with her again? Mm. I don't know that it's like a deal breaker, but I would certainly try to convince her that medium would probably be more enjoyable if you want like if you want medium to. safe right i mean yeah. that's that's the thing if you like it rare that that's one thing but to me medium's like the high end of where if, if a steak gets cooked beyond that i feel like you're wasteful and and frankly most places in houston that cook medium actually do what's medium rare uh, most other places 53 percent claim they wouldn't date someone who liked their steak uh well done i wonder if those people are lying I don't know. Well, okay. I think it comes down to the, the first part is how hot is she? Right. So let, let's just start with this. She's a five. She's got a nice personality. She's cute, but not gorgeous. You know, definitely somebody that you'd probably go out with again, but then she drops a well-done steak on you. Mm, that's tough, man. That's and what, a tough if call. She's, what if she's militant about it, too? Uh, like, what if she complains about you eating? Yeah. A, 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 oh, that's gross. Look, look uh, at the red. I, I don't like you. The blood on the plate. Yeah, then I I wouldn't want to deal with her. Uh, somebody says uh, LeBron eats well done with ketchup. Well, guess what? I'm not dating LeBron. That doesn't Joel Blank do that? I think Nick said Joel Blank eats his steaks well done oh, with ketchup. God, that's just gross. I know he eats them well done. I, didn't I know, know Patrick about the Mahomes ketchup. eats it with ketchup, but I don't know what level of doneness he eats his with. <sighs> See, a good steak, you don't need anything on it. <laughs> exactly. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't even like. Uh, I don't even like steak sauce. I mean, I I just I don't know. I, mean, I don't get that ketchup on a steak. Uh, 
So we ask, what's hey, the, man. Yeah. That. What's the name of the big video game beer place? Want to check it out this weekend? Cidercade we were at uh, last place month. place is awesome. Yeah, really cool place. So, Rezzy says, well done, steak is just wrong. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I I can deal with that to an extent. I probably wouldn't be a deal killer, but what I don't like is, like, okay, yeah, it is a deal killer, and here's why. Because when the wife and I go out for a steak, we usually split it. What? Yeah, because it's so big. I don't eat the whole thing. Um, but we'll split it, right? That's absurd. What do you mean Absurd. I eat my whole steak and then expect to eat part of my wife's steak that she can't finish. Yeah, well, I don't eat as much as you. I'm sorry, I can't eat a whole steak. You're not I'll a real you. man. Mm. I'm a real man, Fred. Uh, or a pig, I think it'd be one way to look at it. But So if I'm going out with somebody and I want to split the steak and she wants it well done, that ain't happening. No. So no, I, I, I got to say, I agree with the 53%. It's deal breaker. She's dead to me. Yeah. All right. I mean, even even if she's like a, a hard six. So, yeah. Anyway. Oh, boy. People are, uh, so might as well eat chicken. I like what yeah. the, uh, Nate, Nate from Coach says. People who eat well-done steak with ketchup should be taken out and shot. I don't know if we need to shoot them. I just think they should be banned from steak. I need confirmation if Joel puts ketchup on his steak. If he does, then, yeah. I know Joel, so I know Joel likes well-done steak, and I know Joel likes ketchup a lot. I don't know if he pairs the two things, if he pairs his two loves. Uh, Sandman says, who takes a five out for a steak? Uh, those of us who are threes. That's true. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Sorry, Sandman, we're not all sevens. Yeah, it must be nice being real hot and stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what if Natalie Portman liked well done? Well, guess what? See ya. Uh, you can grow your hair back now. I'm, I, I think Natalie Portman's a vegan. Is she? I think so. Nah, deal killer. Is it? Pretty much. I mean, it's better than well than eating well done steak. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not. No? It's not. But I mean, what if she's like a vegan that doesn't try to force veganism on you? I'd be okay with I that. I know those are rare, but... If she's like, oh, I don't mind living in a house where you eat Rare animals. like my steak. That's right. <laughs> oh, well, you know. I, I mean, you've seen how I eat steak. Like, yeah. I, I'll, I'll get, like, I if I'm at a good steakhouse, I'll order it blue. And, I mean, it is, it, it's multiple shades. It's almost like purple. And my wife doesn't love watching me eat that. She's gotten better about it, though. She says she thinks there's some kind of vampire uh, thing going, but it's just it's just flavorful. You don't, you're not, you're not going to cook all the flavor. You're not going to go army hammer on us, are you? No, not my thing. I don't like human okay. flesh, just cow flesh. All right, I'm just making sure. But uh, by the way, your uh, your guy Tim Tebow, no guaranteed money in his deal, so absolutely no risk. Okay, nine hundred twenty thousand dollars. No guaranteed money. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Nazareel says tamales and ketchup. Uh, I ate tamales and ketchup when I was a little kid. I, I, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to dismiss that because tamales can be pretty plain. Yeah, if they're dry. Yeah. Like, good tamales, 
They don't need anything. Good, on good them. fresh tamales, but once yeah, once they. But if they're fresh. dry or they they came out of the freezer, they need some kind of like. And now I, I, that's why you have salsa. I'll, I would use salsa or hot yeah. sauce. Like salsa. tapatio is good, but but it, when I was a little kid, ketchup was the that's the way to to moisturize my uh, tamales. But yeah. then my my grandfather's uh, caretaker in his later years was a freaking boss tamale maker. And you didn't need no ketchup with that. Yeah, I'm, I've uh, I've kind of gone to salsa as my go-to for if I'm going to dump something on something, it's always going to be salsa. I've been hitting this. Uh, there's like a green habanero sauce uh, that you get at H-E-B. And that's another big concern about leaving Texas is there won't be H-E-B. And like all the spices and seasonings and rubs and sauces mm. we get are all from H-E-B. So I don't know what what I'm going to do about that, to be honest. All righty. We're going to take a quick break. It is The Blitz on ESPN 975 and ESPN 925. Real fun sports.